Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with host Evelyn Davison and her guests Jimmy and Janet Gregory. Love talking today about living and loving. Thank you, Gavin. Oh, how excited I am today to be in the studio. We are here at today's Christian Talk, 1120, The Bridge. And we're going to be talking today about, as you said, Gavin, about living and loving. We're all, we all live, but we don't all love. And so maybe we need to learn a little bit more about that today. But, you know, Gavin, it's a really important time in America and Texas right now. And today we've got some very good friends. We've got Jimmy and Janet Gregory with us. And Jimmy is vice president of Texas Disposal System. That's the trash dump. And Janet is the hostess with the boastess. And both of them are on the board of directors for National Day of Prayer. And I just want to thank you guys for being with us. Thank you, Jimmy. And thank you, Janet. You bet, Evan. We're glad to be here. It's great to be here. Well, you know, I get excited. And I can't help it because this is that wonderful time of year when we get to work together really carefully. And, uh, you know, I, I want you to, to um, we're going to do a little howdy-doody time today. And I'm going to kind of dig deep. And that could to, get dangerous, Evelyn. I don't think so. I got a big slapping hand. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it is so interesting when we get to this point in our life when we see God moving. And he's moving. Mm-hmm. to have friends like you that we get to move in with. And you all hosted my birthday party this year, and I want to publicly thank you for that. That was the best thing I've ever done in my life. Better than childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> it was an honor. Evelyn. You don't get out much of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty true. I'm dark. It's time for me yeah, to, time to pull little. off my shoes. But we are going to talk today about some important things. And um Primarily, the the wonder of life as the Lord Jesus begins to train us early, and we when we meet challenges that we have to trust Him for, and and how He teaches us. That's one of the important things we're going to talk about today. But Jenny, Jenny, I want to know uh, before you came to Austin, what was life like for you as a child growing up? Well, I was raised out in West Texas, out in San Angelo, where the Water so dirty, you take a drink of water and you get a full meal deal out oh. there. But, but I had a absolute, my life was built around church. Our family, and forgive me if I get emotional talking about some of this stuff. Sure. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, it was go to church regardless. And there was an unbelievable foundation that came from that upbringing. We had nothing. I remember when Mother and Daddy used to, we'd go to the A&W root beer and buy a large root beer, and Daddy would buy cookies and cut them in half so we could so we could have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, But that upbringing taught me to appreciate what I have and what we've got. And we also learned my father had a very unusual ministry. He had a ministry to try to outgive God, mm-hmm. and he lived his life that way. And so... That mentored and led my brother Bobby and I mm-hmm. uh, to 
to recognize the power that's within us has the power to do all things. It says he can part the Red Sea. He did part the Red Sea. Yes. Well, we can still part the Red Sea. We've just got to have the faith to believe that we can do it. And it comes from that upbringing of seeing our parents live it and see what it takes to be bold enough yeah. to stand on his word. So that upbringing is what made me who I am today. Well, you know, it's, uh, <clears throat> it is so true uh, with a Christian family. I did not come up in a Christian family, and I didn't have that privilege and that blessing. But I, the Lord brought into my life those people that could. Like an English teacher, I was in a creative writing class. And uh, uh, when we look back at our life and we see how God, just drug things in that could anchor us until the time that we came to really realize who he is and what he wants to do. What about you, Janet? I was raised in California. California, yes. Girl, huh? Yes, and um, uh, I have two brothers, and uh, we were very poor, actually. My dad mm-hmm. would work two or three jobs trying to make ends meet so that mom could be a stay-at-home mom. And uh, But mom always made everything fun. We didn't know we were poor. Uh, I say I always say, you know, you put the two words peanuts and Pepsi together and it's a party. She just made everything fun and a party. We didn't realize how little we had, really. But um, we were raised in church also, and church was everything to Mm -hmm. us. Uh, It was not only, obviously, our spiritual life, but it was our social life. Mm -hmm. It was everything. So we always, we had that foundation, too, of being in the church doors every time they were open, uh, but we didn't resent it. We we enjoyed it because it was part of our uh, social life, also. Yeah. And you know that's where love starts. See, when you love, when you get in a group, whether it's a family or it's a neighborhood group or it's a growth group at church or just you know the congregation itself, that's where God begins to mm-hmm. fill us mm-hmm. and and lead us and guide us. And you know, I, I just can't help but ask you, Jimmy, how you met this beautiful lady. Uh, keep it sanitary, Jimmy. Well, actually, she ran an ad <laughs> Jimmy, in a magazine. No, she, <laughs> she ran an ad in a magazine. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> she did not. I was I was in uh, living in San Angelo, of course, and going to uh, church and school out there. And she came to visit a friend in San Angelo, and she came to uh, to, to church. I was actually singing in the choir, and she came to church and. Uh, you know, the old proverbial thing, your eyes meet and there you are, and it's all oh. over with. So uh, that's I'll begin. We she, dated off and on uh, that two weeks. I thought he was just being, Two weeks? I thought he was just being nice for the friends yeah. just to take me out. So, but I guess he, he had something else in mind, and so yeah. we, uh, So you were in the school at that time? No, I was just, you know, we were at church. No, it oh, was at church where I met her. I was just going to school there. We really only knew each other four months before we married, and we dated mostly over the phone. Uh-huh. And, through and it's been how many years now? Forty-three. Forty-three. Good yeah. answer. I want to see if you had that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. God knew that we'd be a good team, although we do say that we wouldn't have married each other if we'd have known each other because we're opposites. <laughs> well, Ben and I are opposites, too, and he begged my mom. He never would ask my dad, but he kept telling my mom, I'm going to marry Evelyn, and she'd say, I don't know about that. Yeah. Three years we dated. <laughs> we are completely opposite. Had we known each other, ben we would you? not have gotten married. But with a, if if Janet, if I didn't have Janet, I can start crying right here. If I didn't have Janet, I would not be here today. Mm-hmm. She's uh, led me and guided me and been my prayer warrior, my prayer leader. 
mm-hmm. and she's always there now. Are there bad times? Absolutely. If somebody says you there's not a bad time, they're lying to you. There, <laughs> there have been bad times, but there have been way more good times than bad times. And, and now we find ourselves 43 years later as being best friends, and, and we've been that way for a long time. I tell people we had 20 wonderful years of marriage, and then we got to know each other. <laughs> You're mean. Yes. Slap him around a little bit, yeah. Janet. Yeah. You know, it is interesting. Van and I are totally different, too, as you well know. He is that yeah. economic accounting guy that everything has to fit in the box. Mm-hmm. and But he never puts anything back where it belongs. You know, he's just <laughs> one of these. Uh, and me, I'm like you, Janet. Mm-hmm. you got a place for it. You put it there. And it stays there till you need it again. Okay. But, you know, that's what life is. And opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It, it That's what makes electricity. That's right. That's and, right. and that's what God uses. And so... <clears throat> Well, Jimmy, what brought you to Austin? That You know, that's a long way to San Angelo or Paint Rock or wherever that was. San Angelo, you bet. Yeah, I was working for my dad, and believe it or not, the junk business uh, and the scrap metal business. And my brother and I, who have been very close for our whole life, he came to me. He was going to UT, and he came to me and asked if I would be, if I ever thought anything about going in business together. And I said, doing what? And he said, how about starting a trash business? I said, the trash business? I thought I was at the bottom of the totem pole in the scrap metal business. Mm-hmm. Janet now tells people we went from scrap to crap. So, <laughs> but we we came to Austin with literally nothing and ten thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. I would drive the truck. I would park it around behind the business. I'd put my clean clothes on. I'd go in and I'd make a sales call, and then I'd go out and put my dirty clothes on and go to hauling trash. That was uh, this is our fortieth year. We've been over forty years old this November. And God has been very, very good to us. Well, you are a great example in this city, Jimmy, of a, of a man whose heart's turned toward God and toward serving. And, you know, he uses trash men really well. Absolutely. You know, well, none of us are trash. You know, what was that lady said? God don't make no trash. Well, let me tell right. you, you're a little bit high level. Well, the good Lord has blessed us beyond measure. And... I actually took on the premise, as well as my brother, about 25 years ago, like our dad did, to try to outgive God. Mm-hmm. And we we enjoy giving it away and watching God take it and bless it. Mm-hmm. And now at any given minute, we'll have about 250 to 300 trucks on the street, yeah. have almost 1,000 employees. And God has just blessed us beyond measure. We're the outfit that you see the trucks on the street with the animals on the street. I know. Texas disposal. So let me ask a favor. Whenever yeah. you're out there and you see that truck, say a short prayer. Yeah. That's what we ask for. You know, it's uh, it's amazing to me that um, the Lord knows people uh, who can help you and partner with you. And we've... You know, we've been so blessed through the years with friends that have done that. But, Janet, um, I know you have a major responsibility, large responsibility, in uh, Texas Disposal System with um, uh, with Kay. Mm-hmm. That's Bobby's wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I am a church girl, always have been, and really will always will be. I love church. But uh, in with our business, uh, you know, the Lord has put us in marketplace ministry and, and not working as much in the church as we used to. Now it's marketplace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, it took me a while to try to figure out 
what my place was. I am a wife and a mother, and I love Jesus. <laughs> and that's my, like my resume right there. And uh, and I loved working in the church. So it was difficult uh, when we were taken into the when I was taken into the marketplace part mm-hmm. of it. And so it's like trying to find my place and trying to find where I fit. And Kay and I ended up, uh, I mean, there were a lot of things that we tried. We we tried a number of things, but what really worked for us uh, was when we realized we have a large congregation in our employees. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, we pray for them. Uh, but we not only we not only just pray for them, we let them know. At our Christmas um, event every year, we would tell them. We would get up and talk and do a short talk, and then we would tell them that we we specifically pray for them, not for the success of the company, but mm-hmm. for them specifically, for their marriages, for their children, mm-hmm. their teenagers, for their health. For goodness sakes, for uh, safety, for our truck drivers that are on the roads 24 hours a day, six days a week, and the ones that are operating the big heavy equipment. We have prayed for employees that have had cancer. Mm. We have prayed for employees that wanted to get pregnant, and the doctors had said they couldn't, and they did. And they, they, they've got families now. I mean, we, we not only pray for them, but we also let them know we're not ashamed. Mm-hmm. And we let them know where we stand. We don't push it down their throats at all. But we, we came up with an email address, prayer at texasdisposal.com. Mm-hmm. And our employees can email us at any time with prayer needs. And, uh, You're fixing to get 50,000 emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably so. We can pray. That's, That's okay. all right. <laughs> That's all right. But that has turned into how we can... Um, in the in the marketplace, you know, a, a place that we can have that we uh, minister to those employees. You know, it is important for us to have a marketplace ministry. Uh, of course, here at um, at the bridge, you know, we primarily are reaching the the families and Christians and people that are searching. You know, mm-hmm. they they reach that point <laughs> they're looking for some answers uh, or you know want to know better how to serve. Um, but with the Good News Journal, uh, it's totally different. Uh, we are a marketplace publication, mm-hmm. and the front page, uh, well, during Easter time, which is the last issue we published, uh, the new one's coming out for uh, mom and pop days, um, that the front page does not indicate that we are a Christian newspaper, and that's why we're fishing in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And we, You know, and I have a stack about an inch thick of envelopes of people that have sent their birth certificate back, are a letter requesting a Bible. And that's Van's job, and he's a little bit behind it right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's why we're here. That's mm-hmm. why God calls us to be an example and to be uh, the, really the love image of who Jesus Christ is mm-hmm. in a world that's, that's suffering and hurting and twirling and turning and needing, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, we are talking today with Jimmy and Janet Gregory, and we're going to take our break here from some of our sponsors who pay that dollar bill for us to be here. And then we'll come back. We want to talk about how important Bible study and prayer has been in our lives right after this. 
Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned for Love Talk with host Evelyn Davison and her guests, Jimmy and Janet Gregory. Love talking today about living and loving. Thanks, Gavin, and thank you to all those good sponsors that uh, help us uh, pay the bills, as we say, Jimmy. Uh, you know, we've got two or three that have been with us. We have done radio in Austin 32 years, and we have one guy that signed on before we ever said the first word, and he's still with us. And, you know, that's what living in uh, uh, in that realm of God's love and living is, and that's what we're talking about, living with love. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to love, but we keep on living. And so I, I want us to talk a little bit about um, how important, uh, you know, knowing God's Word is and, and prayer. And, Janet, uh, I, I want you to give us a good example of a time in your life when God really answered prayer. Um, I would, I would say probably 1991 was, was the most difficult, um, time in our lives. Um, we were trying to get our landfill permit, which was, um, very difficult and, uh, on a very public, um, and, uh, Jimmy was working 17, 18 hours a day, sometimes more. It it was, it was very, um, serious what was going on with that. At the same time, we lost our house. Uh, we also had our car repossessed. Uh, and we had a 13-year-old that her body totally shut down from, uh, she was paralyzed in a wheelchair and was diagnosed with stress and depression. Uh, it was a very serious time in our lives. And, you know, um, when crisis hits, uh, like like that, uh, even just one of those would have been difficult, but four or five of those major things all at once, it's like, God, what in the world is going on here? And uh, so when crisis hits like that, you have one of two choices to make. You either get mad at God and turn your back on him, or you go towards him. And because of Jim, mine and Jimmy's 
foundation, uh, being raised in church and all. I think, I mean, we knew what good is it going to do to get mad at God. And so we did totally turn to God for mm-hmm. help. The scriptures were just the lifesaver. Thing. I mean, it was just lifesaver. Yeah. Um, and obviously prayer. Um, and, you know, the Lord gave me scriptures. My favorite scripture is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to to uh, prosper you, not to harm you, to bring you hope and a future. And that scripture was like, okay, if he says that, I'm going to believe that. Okay, I guess this is going to turn out okay. Uh, My second favorite scripture is one in Genesis where Joseph was praying and said what the enemy meant for evil, God turned for good. And so in the scary thing with with our daughter and and uh, and what we were going through to try to get help for her, it's like, okay, what the enemy is meaning for evil here, God is going to use this and she is going to be so powerful and he is going to he's going to do some mighty things in her. So um, so scripture, you, you find a scripture and you just you know, the Lord will just quicken it to you. And you know, that is what you pray and you hold on to during the tough times. I remember uh, one Wednesday night in church, um, our pastor used the scripture in Psalm 51, Mm -hmm. 10 through 12. And I mean, it jumped out at me and I knew that I knew I was to pray that over Jimmy every single day until there was a breakthrough for him. And it was, and I even marked it in my Bible. I remarked it, and it's uh, create in him a clean heart, O God, yes. and renew that steadfast spirit within him. Do not cast your Holy Spirit from him. Return to him the joy of your salvation. You know that is so oh. important for husbands is to have the joy. So. Yes, and when they're so weighted down with so much mm-hmm. heaviness and responsibility and all of the stuff going on. So, and it took three months, and I did. I knew that God was calling me to pray that scripture over him, and and I did for three months, and then and there was a breakthrough, and things did start turning around. And God, I mean, the main thing is God is so faithful. Mm-hmm. It, 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 he works in his own timing. And his timing isn't ours, <laughs> but we have to just have the faith to believe. And then he does come through. He is so faithful. Jimmy, what did God do for Jennifer during that time? Oh, uh, well, God just used Jennifer as a powerful tool to get my attention. Really? Uh, it, it, this could be way too long for this program. Yeah, just really how, how God... Uh, used her by shutting her body down, and we ended up going to Deer Park, Texas, and she went in a Rafa center and mm-hmm. stayed there for uh, almost three weeks. And how God got my attention. My God had become Texas Disposal System. And instead of my family and him, we were right in the middle of trying to build the company, and I, it, it just became my God. And I recognize that, and he used her to do that. And that's, once again, a long testimony. But I'll tell you, I was in a hospital in Deer Park, Texas, and there was no place. I couldn't find any place to go pray. And this might sound a little crude, but I literally went into a restaurant, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why I felt the need to kneel down. Mm -hmm. But I went into a restroom in Deer Park, Texas, and I knelt down at a toilet. And I begged God, excuse me for getting emotional, it's okay. I begged God to give me another chance and that I wouldn't screw it up the second time. Yeah. And you know what he did? I think he was just trying to get my attention because Jennifer almost immediately turned turned around. Everything became fine. Everything was great. 
And, but he, rec- he used that to get my attention yeah. and to let me know that, hey, if I'll just trust you, if I'll just trust you, and I can tell you, I really believe, as, as Janet was just sharing her testimony, there's people listening today that recognize and say, but you know what? You don't understand how bad my situation is. I might, we might not understand how bad your situation is, but let me tell you, your father understands your situation. And you might say, I'm a nobody. I don't own this. I don't have a job. I don't have a car. It makes no difference whatsoever. God is looking for a, a yielded vessel. If you will stand up, stop believing the assignment of the enemy. Mm-hmm. The enemy's job is to tear you down. Stop believing that assignment of the enemy and stand on his word. Get out on your porch today and say, thank you, God. You did make me for a purpose. You've got a plan and a destiny for my life. If he could take someone like Janet and I, you know, I have, now they call it uh, ADHD. Back when I was oh, a kid, really? they just called it stupid. <laughs> I did I did Mixed up is what they call me. Yeah. Emily, you just kind of mixed up here because I'm a little hyper. <laughs> Today I have a hard time reading and telling you what I read. Yes. Today I do not write in cursive. I print. Mm-hmm. But greater is he that's within me than he that's within this world. So there are listeners today mm-hmm. that need to recognize that greater is he that's within me. And he can change your world and change the world around you mm-hmm. with you if you'll recognize that. You know, Jim, that is so true. And he, the Lord just never wastes anything. Have you ever thought about that? He doesn't have a waste disposal system. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am, he doesn't. Uh, he <laughs> uses, no. He, he repurposes. He does. He refurbishes and mm-hmm. replaces. And he is in the constant business of redoing what it is that we allow the enemy of Easter mm-hmm. to capture in our lives. And it is like being captured. You exactly have no way right. to go but up. That's right. Exactly right. He rob- The enemy robs us, and we get so caught up in believing what he said. But we need to cast him out every day and stand on the word and know that God has a plan and a destiny for us. Yes. Well, I, I remember so well. Of course, I had known you all. And uh, when Florence Flutower came to mm-hmm. Austin, Janet and Kay came to that. And, and then you all were neighbors to our son. And uh, so it, it was just, you know, we knew who you were and what your banner was. And But it was, I, I'm not sure, it was probably 1992, Jimmy, uh, at the governor's prayer breakfast. <clears throat> The Lord showed me something very specific. Uh, we'd had a really tough year uh, paying for uh, all the things that we do with National Day of Prayer. It had been a rough year for Van because of, you know, business and whatever. And uh, we really were struggling with National Day of Prayer. And this is our 40th anniversary in Austin that Van and I have helped provide leadership for National Day of Prayer. And that particular year was not a real good year, and we had to put the hotel bill and the bill on Van's credit card. It was $12,000, and I'll never forget that. And we didn't know what to do. We just were at that point. But that we went ahead with the program that day. Our mistake was that we guaranteed more than who showed up, and there were a couple of reasons that that happened. 
But after the meeting, I mean, after the breakfast that day, I was standing out in a goodbye line with some people, and you and Bobby came by. And I'm sorry, I'm a little emotional. Don't be crying now. We're not going to allow that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like Janet was saying, just when you're just plugged in, but you're just surrounded to where you can't, you don't know which direction to go. Anyway, you and Bobby, and you're tall and Bobby's about like I am. Uh, Bobby laid his head on one side of my shoulder, and you laid your head on the other side, and you wept. You cried. Bobby didn't. But Bobby said, Evelyn, Jimmy and I are going to make this our ministry. Do you remember that? I do remember that. That was Bobby's vision. That's right. And I bid, certainly bid into it. I love it. You know, it is an amazing thing how when you think you're in a boat that's sinking, the Lord sends somebody along with either an anchor or a, something to fill the holes. And he always the, does. Yeah. 20 years now, we have had you as the master of ceremonies for the governor's prayer breakfast. Did you know that? No, ma'am. I do not believe that. I'm only 16, so. (laughs) Watch it there. Watch it there. You know, when we look at where we are right now and we look at the things that we've learned, uh, you know, there are times you just have to trust God. And if it doesn't get better momentarily, we think he's not doing anything. You bet. But sometimes he's building a door. Mm-hmm. He never promised us it was going to be all sweet and all perfect. But it's when we're in the valley. Yeah. I, I don't believe we are very involved with a lot of different churches. And I do not believe there is a very successful large church anywhere that has not gone through the valley. Yes. It's in the valley is when we listen. It's in the valley is when we take time to slow down. You know, we end up talking so much, and we think that we're in charge. But when we're in the valley, we turn and say, hey, Father, what can I do? Help me. Please help me. So that's where you learn is in the valley. He never promised it would be hard, yeah. but he did promise us he would be there always. You know, we look for the mountain experiences, and that's what mm-hmm. NDP is. We get so excited and all. In fact, we're just we're going to talk about that when we come back after our break. But one of the important things that, I, that God taught me at that time was, Evelyn, this, is done, this does not depend on you and what you do. It does not depend on the work that you and I do. That's right. It depends on the way that I lead and God's favor. Absolutely. You be obedient. Yes. And sometimes that's you just do it blindly. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, as it turned out, I traded some good news advertising for part of that big bill. And we put it on a payment plan. And, you know, it, it taught us that God does redeem and he does fulfill if we believe and we receive what he's telling us to do. Let's take our break. We come back. We want to talk about the exciting time we have right now as we prepare again for National Day of Prayer. Take us out, Gavin, and we'll be back with you in just 30 seconds, 40 seconds, 50 seconds. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. 
and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with host Evelyn Davison and her guests Jimmy and Janet Gregory. Love Talking today about living and loving. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all those good sponsors that make it possible for us to be here. And This is an exciting life time in life right now we have in studio with us uh janet and jimmy gregory and jimmy you sir in uh in the area of uh the master of ceremonies and janet you serve in the area of hospitality mm-hmm. and that f- falls both within your gifts mm-hmm. you know how god yes. has gifted you but let's talk a little bit about um the prayer breakfast uh jimmy um you know we've learned a lot uh a lot of people come to the breakfast and they've never had anybody in their life pray for them. I've had many times at the end of the prayer breakfast, I always I enjoy going to the back and just shaking people's mm-hmm. hands. And you're right. I've had a lot of people to comment and say that. Even though we try to spend time praying for everyone in the room, it's hard to specifically pray for for certain individuals, but you're right. There are a lot of people that come with with baggage, and they're yes. hurting, and they've believed that the enemy has got them in a place that they will never get out of. So that's what we really strive to do is to touch every point of of life and mm-hmm. business and military yes. and schools and families. And but you're right. There are people that that come and say that they've never been prayed for. This is going to be different this year. Ah. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Uh, forgive me again for getting emotional. I'm a big crybaby. Uh, I've never been as excited as I am about this year. This year, we're absolutely without, which we usually sell out, mm-hmm. but we were going to sell out early this year. There's yeah. no question. Well, because, we would say to those, if, you know, give us a call if you would like a reservation. Absolutely. Uh, our theme this year is Wake Up America. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, what a theme. Uh this year, there are so many people, so many great people, so many churches, so many leaders that are actually hurting, and we have absolutely got to wake up. I believe sometimes it has to get so bad before we're willing to stand up and say something. Well, I'm telling you, we're getting there very quickly. So this year is going to be exciting. We're having Pastor John Hagee as our speaker. 
Of course, the governor is there, Governor Greg Abbott. My goodness, how what a governor. Gift he is. Uh, we've become good friends, and he is just a wonderful, wonderful man. What you see is really mm-hmm. what you get. I don't know that I've ever seen a person stand up for the little guy as much as I've seen Greg Abbott mm-hmm. do that. And he is a firm believer. He will be there. He will be speaking. Uh, and then Pastor Hagee from Cornerstone Church in San Antonio will be bringing us a, a message. And Wake Up America, something tells me we better bring a helmet with us mm-hmm. and a, uh, yeah. a baseball bat. Or put on our breastplate because on, it's going to touch our hearts. That's exactly right. But that's where we are. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to wake up. We need to wake up. We need to stand up. And we need to shout out mm-hmm. our beliefs. And Because if we don't, we're going to lose those values. We're losing them very quickly. And I just I can't tell you how excited I am about this year. This is going to be a great year. You know, when we look at it uh, and you look at the opportunity we have to uh, bring people together to pray, we will do that at the breakfast. Uh, we will do that. In Georgetown, uh, they'll have 1,500 people at their event in Georgetown. Really, that's oh, wonderful. Uh, this year is going to be really, really special at the Capitol. We're going to go inside to the Rotunda, and we're going to have musical uh, concert and then prayer time. Uh, and Camp Mabry, oh, Jimmy, y'all got to come help me with Camp Mabry. It, uh, we'll have about 300 uh, of the guardsmen and their families and other military from town. Yes. And uh, Dr. Kai Bowman and Trey Kent are going to do the program or do the Mm -hmm. message for them Mm -hmm. because they have led in this city, I would say, the last five years in leading pastors to uh, the experience of praying together and not individually. And it's made a great impact on this city. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, we've got – it's going to be a great day – Dallas Hendricks is going to provide the food of Count Mabry. He loves to put that, put that Popeye chicken in there. And then Dr. Bowman's daughter, Laura, is going to sing. And maybe David Kira. Uh, we're mm-hmm. waiting on him to confirm. But when we put it all together, this all started 40 years ago in Austin. But it's the 65th anniversary of National Day of Prayer. That's awesome. Yes. That is just awesome. 65 years that this nation has had a day that has been declared, a day when mm-hmm. we stop and pray and thank God and seek Him mm-hmm. for the issues that, that are a part of our life right now. And having an opportunity to get involved in something like that is just an awesome opportunity. And even on a different level, I mean, we're constantly looking for volunteers, mm-hmm. anyone that can help, people that want to get involved, people that want to come and literally just pray. That day, the the power of prayer, just think about it, if you would believe me for just a second, the power of prayer. I mean, when he spoke the words, he parted the Red Sea, he healed the blind. We have within us that same level of authority, and we just need to stand up by faith and do that. So being able to lead in prayer and be part of an organ, be part of a a day of the National Day of Prayer to pray for our government. My goodness, how awesome! You can be a, anyone can be a, a leader in that. Anyone can be a leader to stand up and pray for our government, pray for our leaders, pray for our school teachers, pray for our, our politicians, pray for pray for the policemen, the fire, the EMS. Just having that opportunity to be a prayer warrior, and we can all do it. All we have to do is stand up and do it.
Well, we'll have seven specific areas that we pray. You mentioned that, Jimmy. One of those is education. And we're going to have a young lady, uh, Vicki, who is the girls' basketball coach at, um, uh, I'm sorry. Is it Benson? Yes. Uh, At uh, one of the high schools in South Austin. Bowie. Bowie, yes. Mm -hmm. I knew it was a a hero, but I couldn't find which one. (laughs) And and she's going to be praying for education this year. Um, We're going to have Jim Rado, who is vice president of David Weekly Homes. And he'll be praying for for economy and for business. And, Jimmy, you know how important that is. You know, Janet, oh, that's, that's what you all do with your business. Right. Absolutely. I've said many times when it comes to the business section, the businesses in Austin, the bridge right here, uh-huh. the bridge radio station, every, the, every business in Austin, if we would all get together and join together, we could literally change the nation. Absolutely. We could not only change the city, we could change the nation if we could get together and take a stand. Our good friends, the Dozers, Dirk mm-hmm. and Katie Dozier, who for so many years had Taco Bell. And for so many years, they would get together and literally lock their doors and pray mm-hmm. as a company. Pray as a family. I mean, when you start doing that, suddenly when you open that door, there's a line out the door wanting to get in and buy a taco. Yeah, well, look at Chick-fil-A. Or look at (laughs) Chick-fil-A. When Chick-fil-A took Mm -hmm. the stand that they had, my goodness, how people just flocked to them as businesses and business owners and not only owners but but leaders within the business. Mm -hmm. We can literally change change the direction of our city. Absolutely, and their families. Uh, you mentioned Dirk and Katie. Uh, David, our oldest son, and Dirk graduated from high school together. Really? With Niall Maxwell, of all mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Niall is, uh, he's a good friend of ours. I, you know, I washed his underwear more than his mama did. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's proud of that. Well, yeah. he. Uh, but, you know, when you look at how God raises up leaders, uh, we look at our children and see and look at those around us. We are God's example of what can happen Absolutely. when people speak the word Absolutely. and read the mm-hmm. word and live the word. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you, when we look about how important that is, you know, music is a big part of that, Janet. Yes, it is. And so at the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, uh, you're going to be doing our music. Tell us a little bit about what that's going to be. Um, well, we start with a patriotic song usually, Good. but my uh, the inspirational song is called Outside These Walls, and it talks about how we as believers can get together on Sunday and and do what we do, but then do we reach out to the people on Monday uh, that God brings in our path? And uh, so I, I think it's very appropriate for the seven centers of power that we, if we're in marketplace or if we're in government or if we're in education, what whoever we're, God brings a, around us mm-hmm. is is our um, ministry and is our uh, the people that we can touch and uh, and share God's love with and so that's basically the song. Well, that's exciting, and we're going to have our friend Owen Griffin come back. What's he going to do, Jimmy? Amen. But you can't. Owen has been there. I think Owen's been there as long as I've been there yeah. for sure. Twenty years mm-hmm. uh, was the pianist at Hyde Park Baptist Church for many years. Has now moved to Dallas, been in Dallas for a couple of years, comes every year to play. Mm-hmm. You 
the anointing. And he is anointed. Yes, he absolutely. He, he is one mm-hmm. of the most anointed play, uh, pianists that I've ever heard. When you walk in the room, you sense the anointing just with his playing. And Owen is just a great supporter, always been there. And he threatened my life if we ever invite anyone else to play the piano. <laughs> I'm glad he got you, yeah. and not yeah. me, because <laughs> he he will follow through. Yeah. Uh, he, we are excited about them, and of course the music, because you know music helps us move into that area of. Stop and thinking. I mean, when when music, you think music, you you think joy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's star songs. You know uh, mm-hmm. that I grew up with in uh, Cut and Shoot, Texas. But the thing about music is that it helps set the mood for worship. It does. And and mm-hmm. one of the big things today is what kind is that going to be? Right. Is it going to be uh, you know cowboy music and the mm-hmm. cowboy churches, or is it going to be high dollar you know musicians, or is it going to be just common old folks that sing the hymns? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a common denominator for bringing us together in worship mm-hmm. because the scriptures tell us we are to praise Him in all things. Mm-hmm. And in Psalm 100, it says this: "On your feet now." Applaud God, for God is God, and the password to heaven is praise. And that's what basically music is, and it's going to be wonderful. We're looking forward to that. Well, let's take our break. When we come back, we want to talk about what it is that we need to do and need to be for times such as this, right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with host Evelyn Davison and her guests, Jimmy and Janet Gregory. Love talking today about living and loving. Keep Gavin, and you know it is exciting uh, to me to be here with such good friends as Jimmy and Janet Gregory to talk about living and loving. Living is hard sometimes, Jimmy. You know we're in serious trouble in America. We really are in serious trouble. Not only not only in America, but our world. When you just look all around us, our world is in such bad shape. But we know that there's hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We can trust him. I, I forget what pastor that I heard the other day say it makes no difference to me 
where we go. It makes no difference what interest rates do. It makes no difference who becomes president. It makes no difference. My God is in control, Mm -hmm. and we're going to win in the end if we'll just trust him. But you're right. We are in a very bad situation. But with with the world and the place that it's in, it just causes us and gives us more of a hunger, or it should give us more of a hunger, to cry out to to our Mm -hmm. Father, Father, help me, give me grace, give me strength, give me wisdom. Because our values are eroding, Mm -hmm. our values are being taken away, and I have to say, I have to take part of the responsibility, and we, even the listeners, we need to take responsibility. We've been quiet too long. I love the bumper sticker that I saw that says, Vote the Bible. Yes. We have got to start voting godly Christian people into office. It makes no difference what we're promised or what the problems are. We've got to get godly people in. When When we started taking the Bible, when we took the Bible out of school, I believe that's when our downfall started. Absolutely. And I... I don't know if I should go out on a limb like this, but if we, the day that America turns its back on Israel, we are in, as my grandkids say, deep doo-doo. I love that one. We have got to vote the Bible. We've got to get out and research what these people are about, and we have to vote the Bible. Never in my lifetime have I seen an election year like we find ourselves in this year. So we've got to, I voted early, and I stood there in that booth not knowing who to vote for. Mm-hmm. And I said, Father, help me. Who do I vote for? And then I, I remembered that bumper sticker, Vote the Bible. So mm-hmm. I started thinking about what the candidates were about yes. and what they, what they said. And yes. sometimes it's not always what they say. Half time you can't believe them. You know well, that's true. You got to watch what I, what most of these. You got to recognize say. what God says, though. You got to recognize that's what their message is. That's exactly right, and He gives us discernment mm-hmm. when we ask Him. If we'll ask Him, He'll show us. But we've got to vote the Bible to straighten up where we are, because if we don't, we're going to lose all of our freedoms. Janet, uh, <clears throat> let's follow up a little bit with what Jimmy said. You know, we are in trouble, and and you know, with your um, blessed ministry of praying and and teaching and uh, with your with uh, Texas disposal system, what do you see in families today in that regard? Well, I, I see families that are desperate. I mean, there are a lot of um, families that 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 don't know mm-hmm. what to do. They're they're calling, they're emailing, they're asking, um, uh, "What do I do about this? What do I do?" Not necessarily even the the voting yes. and all, but just in family situations yes. with their teenagers, with their kids, with health issues, with and all. Um, there's a lot going. On. I think, my goodness, even with just the weather patterns these days, there's just so much. Mm-hmm. With you've got terrorists, you've got weather craziness going on, all of the crisis things that are going. On, I personally. I personally think that it's God saying, keep your eyes on me. Mm-hmm. It's getting close. Yeah. It's getting close. I'm keep your eyes. Be ready. Be ready because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure other people have felt like that they were in end times before. But, mm-hmm. man, I can't hardly imagine it being too much worse than what it is right now. I just really believe he's coming in my lifetime. And yeah. I don't have that much life left. Yeah. I'm getting pretty old here, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. Uh, but, you know, when we think about it, uh, God in every 
generation has raised up right. a messenger. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he's okay. done that in our generation, and the guy's name is Franklin Graham. Mm-hmm. Franklin Graham. Franklin uh, was our um, honorary prayer coordinator for National Day of Prayer about three years ago. And he was scheduled, and I've told this before, and if you've heard it, you can bear with me. Um, he was scheduled to speak in the Pentagon because, you know, when we went to the White House and for the NDP, we were that was an open invitation mm-hmm. then, but we don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a scrambling thing the last few years. Uh, but anyway, he was to go to the Pentagon, and he was invited there to come. And eight days prior to that event, uh, they called him and said that he had been disinvited. They did not want his message hmm. uh, to be hmm. uh, part of what goes on at, at, at the Pentagon. And he broke his heart. Mm-hmm. It it really made an effect. I'm sorry. So he started praying. And this is what God, he says God told him to do. Go to every state capital in 50 states and call the preachers out of the pulpit, the people out of the pews, to the capital of the state in public repentance for what we have allowed to happen in America. That was his number one original. Mm-hmm. And then the other was to call those that are lose, have lost their faith mm-hmm. to come back and come to the Lord Jesus. And then those that are lost to find the life and the meaning of the life of Jesus Christ. So we are going full speed ahead. We're like a freight train on that. It's just, mm. it's just days away now. Yes. But at the Capitol... Um, we will be doing that. We, ha- you mentioned, Jimmy, uh, uh, our Israeli friends, uh, our Jewish friends. Um, Forty years ago, um, when NDP started, it was right after, was soon after, um, Malamir O'Hare through um, prayer out of prayer school, out of school mm-hmm. the Bible out of school. But when we look back, that's about 40 years. But you know, the children of promise were in the wilderness 40 years. Mm-hmm. The wilderness of sin, they were there because they had refused to believe God. So we look, started looking at We've been praying for 40,000 people to come to, mm-hmm. come to the capital. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But we've had a big team. We've been working hard on it. We've got plans for busing. Uh, we're going to have three buses that are going to leave from the Hyde Park parking lot that people can come in and park there. They can carpool from there. But it's going to be on uh, Tuesday, April the 26th at noon at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And he is going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. We've been in the wilderness of in, in, uh, in Texas 40 years. Mm-hmm. So there are, God is moving in a time like this like I've not seen him move in my lifetime. Yeah. And to me, that's exciting. But there are some things that we need to do. You need to do, Jimmy. Sure. You need to pray. You need to engage others. And you need to believe to receive. And so as okay. we pray, you know, he says my house should be called a house of prayer. Every household he calls every household to pray. And one of the things we need to pray for is our friend Israel. And then he asks us to engage others. We've got to have the moral courage and the biblical truth for family and marriage and religious freedom mm-hmm. as we fake a nation that's changing. Why? Lack of godly leadership is what it is. Mm-hmm. 
And then to believe, I mean, to receive, we've got to believe. More than half of Texans call themselves Christians. More than half. And there are 23,000 churches in Texas. So we've got to pray and ask God to show us his way, his will, his plan, and his purpose. And so we would just ask you to do that today. Maybe you don't pray. Maybe you don't know how to pray. I would say to you, the important thing is, is that you come to him in praise for who he is and and allow him to begin to live his life in you. And uh, it's so easy for us to get confused about that. But he says, God is love, Jimmy. God sure. is love. If you go to him, he's love. Mm-hmm. And so I know as you're listening today, you may be in your car going down 183 or, I, or the I-35. But I'd ask you right now to stop and ask yourself, do I really believe? That Jesus came and paid the price of love for me. You have to acknowledge that you're lost and you need him. You have to uh, believe that he loves you and he's come for that purpose. And see is that you make a confession of faith of sin and ask him and confirm him to come into your heart. And that is so important. If you want to do that today, you can do it wherever you are. But give us a call and let us know if we can help you. You can call us on the love line at 249-6535. Jimmy, I want to thank you and Janet. Uh, do you feel comfortable giving your phone number for them to call you if if they have a want to know a little bit more about Jesus? Absolutely, they could call our home number, okay. which we, we you will get a recording, and we could get take a message off of that. Okay. That's five one two three three one four zero two one. 4021. Well, I want to thank you guys for being with us today. Can Jimmy? I make one more plug, please? For the breakfast for the National Day of Prayer, I failed to mention earlier, if you've not gotten your tickets or want to come and get involved, you can certainly go to uh, ndp.org or uh, call our phone number, call Jim McGee at 791-3461. Jim handles all of our uh, reservations and things like that, and I think I just misquoted. It's ndpaustin.org. Dot org uh-huh. uh, to get your tickets because we'd love to have you come to the breakfast. I assure you, you will go out of there fired up. And there, there's a list there of other events. Uh, also, there's a, the Good News Journal is out, and there's a, a back page has the website where you can go and list your event or find out what things are going on. But I want to talk, thank you guys and Val for being here. <laughs> this has been a very special day for me. Well, you've you've been to the bottom of the barrel now. You've had the garbage, man. So now you can only go nowhere but (laughs) up from here. (laughs) That's all I need is trash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we um, would ask you again to give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535. And we pray that God will really bless you this week as you serve him and love others.